Hey besties, welcome back to Cats, Chats, and Coffee podcast. We are so happy to be back. It's your girl Liv. And don't forget about me. How could I forget <laughs> Alex? Yeah, we've got Alex here with us and we are ready to dive into another episode. Yes. Um, first and foremost, we want to talk about our coffees that we got this morning. Yeah, let's dive right in. None, yeah. No more dilly-dallying. They just want to hear what we got to drink today, I think. Yeah. The hot tea is about to be spilled. Yeah, this is uh, so exciting for me because I had begged Liv to go to this coffee shop this morning. I went here last week with one of our girlfriends. Traitor! (laughs) And I actually texted her or told her and I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm cheating on you because I am at a coffee shop with another friend. Um, At a coffee shop? Yeah, I know. And it was one of the ones on our vast list of shops. But the that's a good thing because I got to test the waters before we got to actually go in. And well, you were able to give me a good recommendation. Too, yeah, which... and now and I also was like selfish because I wanted to have the coffee again because yeah. it's so great. Oh yeah. So tell me, Alex, <laughs> yeah. what did you get? <laughs> uh, well, we we went to um, Panicirco, which oh, yes. I can't say in Italian. Panicirco. Yeah. Um, it is a. It's on Queen Street. Yes, downtown. it's on Queen Street next to the Lululemon. Um, if you were just to walk along the spring garden road it's kind of at the end of the spring garden road i think across the street from the library as well yeah um it it's is a beautiful like glass cylinder type yeah thing. i'm sure most people as soon as we said that probably were like i know exactly where that place is oh yeah for sure um super cute i actually googled this morning what pani chirko means because i wanted to make sure i said the actual um name of it correctly because that's respectfully yeah and it was so cute it basically means bread and circus (laughs) which is a quote that they pulled from i think a greek philosopher i can't i don't even have my we looked it up yeah i don't even have it anymore here but um but it basically said that no matter what people enjoy nice fresh baked bread and going to the circus so it was a cute little idiom or saying that I think is so sweet when I I had no idea what the name meant until we just looked it up and no I know I assumed the circo like had something to do with that but at the same time I was like pan means bread yeah but like why would circus and like a cafe so I was like nah it can't be but unless circle means bread and pan means maybe (laughs) just kidding yeah it's pretty obvious yeah no it was great I actually last so last week I got um Oh, God, my other friend who speaks French, she's going to laugh at me because I'm going to try this, like, pain au chocolat. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, the chocolate croissant kind of thing. Yeah. It's chocolate bread. Um, I got that last week, and it was so good, but we decided to get something different this week so we could try some other things. So not only did we get coffees, we also got a treat. We because did. you cannot go to this place without picking up a treat as well. Oh, it was, I called Alex this morning whenever I was there picking it up because it was busy as hell, but mm-hmm. also, which like, good for you guys, but I was also <laughs> like overwhelmed with the amount of like bakery options that they had and yeah. like, and breads and cheeses and sandwiches. Oh yeah, like you could literally buy like a wheel of cheese. They also had, because Easter is coming, yeah. obviously, Yeah, they had um, chocolate Easter eggs, oh, like massive chocolate Easter eggs that oh, you my could God. like break. Ugh. So obsessed. Yeah. So I had a white chocolate latte with oat milk. Yep. And it was very good. Last mm. week I had a chai tea latte, the best latte, chai tea latte I've ever had there. This week I wanted to try something different. Um, you guys are going to always hear me either get some sort of cappuccino, latte, mocha. Again, I'm not going to be the one to get like a cortado or mm. just like an espresso shot. Espresso. So if you want to know that kind of stuff, like you're not, 
you're not gonna hear that from me yeah um I have a like I guess a little sandbox that I play in when it comes to coffees because you know what you like you mentioned like it's expensive at some of these places we're not gonna spend $16 to get something that we're not gonna like and it wouldn't be fair if I gave a rating on something like a straight espresso or a cortado when you know that's not your because I'm I'm gonna give it a two and that's not real because somebody who actually drinks that would give it maybe like a ten so yeah we're not the best at comparing that to anything else because we don't we don't drink that kind of stuff like I'll drink iced Americanos but I put sweetener and cream in it so like so what we're away. yeah so take it all with a grain of salt obviously when we do these readings just our opinions um but I did want to try something different which was the white chocolate versus mm-hmm. the like, hazelnut or vanilla which or, I was proud of you yeah thanks I mean I'm not a huge white chocolate fan even but you like loved white it. hot chocolate yeah it wasn't as sweet as I thought it was gonna be mm, that um, was my fear yeah with the but it was still sweet so it's like kind of this weird dichotomy of like not sweet but sweet so anyway I really liked it I give it like a nine nine point two Liv what did you grab to drink per my recommendation so you talked so highly of the chai tea latte and I don't know if you guys can hear it I'm a little croaky I'm a little under the weather I'm definitely I've been sore throat the past couple days and I can feel like something's coming so I was like you know what I'm not feeling a coffee let's get a tea but I still want it to be like a coffee type of tea yeah latte tea chai tea latte is what I got and like Alex said it was the best freaking chai tea latte I've had to date yeah absolutely ever yeah Yeah. no and I've I've only tried a few I'm very new to that but it was like it was really good guys and one thing to keep in mind with this place is they do the chai powder right not the chai tea bag tea bag so I don't know yeah if you're like which preference you have they pre-steeped it and I think I watched him mix it okay so yeah. sometimes they'll pre-steep it but usually they'll leave the bags and if it's an actual steeped chai mm. um and that's slightly different with the latte sometimes they'll do the powder I'm pretty sure that's what Starbucks does as well which yeah. I mean for me I like that if I'm doing some sort of latte I don't mind the powder at all but what would you rate it out of 10 that was like like goodness 9.8 out of 10 yeah I would say the for same. sure and yeah. Maybe the only thing that would make it a 10 out of 10 is if I was, like, sitting in and getting it, like, fresh Hot, in a cup and getting yeah. the whole experience with it. we had it. to heat them up again. Yeah, I heated it up tough. a few times. Yeah, coming from, you know, one destination to another. Taking which, it home kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it makes it a little bit more difficult to be super fair. But as far as the, the location, tougher for me, but great for Liv. Oh, it's I know. Dangerous. Great for anyone downtown. <laughs> Students is a little expensive for uh, maybe a student budget. an but expensive spot. But... Anybody out there who wants to take a girl or a guy on a date. Yeah, like a cute, like fancier coffee date. This is this literally This is the place to go. This it. is where you're going to flex. This is where you can get some great content. And it's so aesthetically pleasing inside. Like, yeah. 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 Very cute. The whole, just the whole thing around you is like yeah. basically windows, floor to ceiling. But if you are trying to go somewhere to study or do work on mm. a computer or a laptop, this is not the place. Not the place. Way too busy, way too loud. Yeah. People are more coming, coming in for in, chatting. Coming in, leaving. And, yeah. yeah. So, and people are coming to like buy their weekly bread, get yeah. some cheese. It's a little bit different. Um, but uh, well Overall, done, guys. Yeah. Definitely a great place. We'll be back. We'll definitely be back. <laughs> um but yeah one of our favorites so far so yeah for sure super awesome yeah I mean that's just our, our drinks and our snacks that we got this morning yeah. um but yeah we're gonna dive into today's episode so the title of today's episode is tips tricks and icks and this is all around dating relationships we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty of 
all of it really. Um, so we are going to break this down. We're going to give you some do's and don'ts. We're going to break down some tips for you as well. We have some tips for the girlies, some tips for the boys, tips for every single person mm-hmm. out there. We got stuff for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, after our tips, we're going to get into oh my favorite part, our individual icks, which yep. is going to be <laughs> fun. I'm excited to share that too. Same. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to end the episode off with Never Have I Ever, which I'm I'm pumped for that, yeah, too. Yeah, that's going to be your favorite part. Yeah, it's just going to be a fun little game. and Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, gonna stick around to the end. spill some secrets in that little game. Oh, you're going to hear it's all the It's supposed to be details. a drinking game, but we'll, we'll just drink our coffees every time we're... We're doing that. Yeah, take a espresso shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a, could you imagine a shot of espresso every time we played? We would be probably buzzing and like hurling. It would be by a different of kind of drunk. drunk. Yeah, drunk off the caffeine. Oh my god, the anxiety <laughs> for the next week would just be yeah. awful. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, Alex, start us off with some do's and don'ts because I right. feel like that's where we need to start. Yeah, I mean, I'm an expert at this because I've been living on the dating apps <laughs> since eHarmony and Plenty of Fish. <laughs> I'm showing my age again. Yeah, not um, shamed at all. But yeah, like obviously Hinge, Bumble, Grinder, and Tinder. And honestly, Instagram is like now considered a dating app. The oh, amount God, of people yeah. who are like, I met my partner on Instagram yeah. is wild. Yeah, or I, even like Twitter. Yeah, any yeah. of the social media. Pl- and Facebook actually has a dating. I saw yeah, that. I was actually, on that was too. Very alarmed. Desperate times, girl. Desperate oh my God. times. <laughs> We're all single and lonely. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm not lonely with you though. I've oh, got you now. <laughs> that was so nice of her. I'm so lonely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ouch. Um, no, I'm just anyway, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna just get into like Liv said. The first segment here of the episode really is some do's and don'ts when it comes to setting up your profile on your dating app. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on the dating apps. Liv, you've I also assume. Been on. Have been on the dating apps yeah, many a time. Really, I mean, with this day and age, it's the only place to really find people. It's our main forum for totally. sure, and it's kind of like our opportunity to put ourselves out there and like, yeah, yeah. Especially after COVID, like, no one wants to go up to people anymore. No. Like, no one wants to go out in general. No, we're shake all shake hands like, at a bar. God, I know no. <laughs> we're all reclused in our our places of our dwelling places, our yeah. homes and apartments and it's caves true. wherever we live, and no one wants to to date the same way. So we're really reliant on these dating apps, and I I miss organic dating. I really do. I wonder what that's like because yeah. I feel like I've not experienced Yeah, maybe you've it. never really had. Not really. Yeah, no. I guess it would be kind of, you kind of grew up in, like your prime was in the dating app. Definitely. Oh, weird to think or about that. Or just on the internet. Like totally. I remember like MSN even. Yeah, like MSN, you'd come ICQ. home and the cute boy from blah, blah, blah from class school, would yeah. message you on S- yeah. MSN to ask you go you offline and offline, online, <laughs> offline, offline. So they get the Being notification. Busy, yeah. yes. Or you change like, I'm so lonely lyrics in your name. Oh <laughs> like, my God, yeah. Oh my God, such nostalgia but yeah let's get into the 2023 type of dating again if you're on the dating apps great I'm off them right now I'm taking a break uh, uh, from them I just yeah they're hard they're a hard thing to they're also not the greatest place they're not the greatest place like I don't enjoy being there yeah it's not doesn't make me feel very great and you're always gonna say this see the same people on these apps like yeah I like download it I go on it I swipe I delete it. I come back. <laughs> the same people are there. They're like, hey, welcome back. It's yeah. like a group of us all just like knowing each other's faces but never actually meeting or swiping. Same yeah. people swiping on you but you're not swiping back. It's just a, it's a free-for-all on these apps. So it's the first one here, without further ado, 
adieu. Do keep it short and simple and real. Um, this is tips for the girls or anyone who's looking for that male attention. Guys don't always read a full profile. So if you have like mm. a story book in your bio, this is specific to your bio. Yeah. It is not going to be read. So be very short, simple, and real, mm-hmm. um, which kind of goes into the next point of what what was what's the kind of content that we would put in a bio when we keep it short and simple. Yeah. So do uh, put a sentence of what you're looking for, maybe the type of person you're looking for, looking to meet, or what your intentions are. So basically, like to relate to her point just above short sweet simple and real like but also being clear you're being very obvious about what it is that you're looking for if you're on there looking for a relationship like specify that if you're on there not looking for a serious relationship it's also amazing to specify that yeah people need to know now a lot of the apps also have a lot of like profile features that you can fill out like your zodiac sign or what like are you looking for a long-term relationship do you like smoking or non-smoking do you drink are you social drinker like it really has blown up with the detail when it comes to that so like people can just literally have a profile of prompts that Mm -hmm. they fill out but if you do have something like I think it is really important like Liv you were just saying to have a sentence of like your intentions and what you are looking for yeah. um, and the type of person you're looking to meet because yeah. that's going to weed out anyone who isn't going to match that specific person. Yes, we look at the photos and yes, it's our first impression, but like the second thing is to go read and see what yeah. their profile looks like. Yeah, and I'm just thinking for myself, like if I'm coming across someone's profile and like I'm not personally looking for a serious relationship at the moment and I look and I see looking for a relationship or they have a little blip in there somewhere ready to settle down yeah Yeah. like that's they're being very clear that they want a serious relationship I'm not even gonna engage because that's yeah it's pointless at that point so I think it's a really beneficial one to be mindful of yeah and going along with that for um what you're looking for like something really fun that I look for personally is a fun fact or something funny like a funny quote just something that shows your personality Mm. I really do appreciate a person who can like make fun of themselves in their profile or be very witty or clever or just show a little bit of like like you care Mm -hmm. there's so many people who don't fill out a profile who is like or who will say something like you know kind of boring boring or even rude even like if you're not this with this butt and this t- like you don't go to the gym six days a week and yeah, you don't eat this I'm t- not like interested. I'm not like it's kind of rude or like, of, like why bashing. bother matching if you're not going to respond to my I yeah. hate when people put passive aggressive like, comments like totally. that totally great that, point well this is like essentially if you think about it it's a little trailer into like who you who are you as are. a person exactly. so think of how you want to like use Show your words up. to describe yourself yeah. and whatever it is that you're sharing like that's people's first insight into you yeah. so on a place that like we have no other judgments except physical appearance. Yeah, the first impressions on these apps yeah. matter. It's it's a big one for sure. Yeah. So I think the last one for do's that we have is including emojis where possible, but only a couple. So this is kind of a do and a don't. Like don't overdo it. Yeah. But this goes in hand in hand in everything that we've just said. Like keep it short, keep it sweet, keep it clear and concise, but also like by like whatever emojis you use you'll kind of give people a little insight into what you're interested in or it's a good skim way to skim yeah like if you have a pizza emoji and a cat emoji and like a skateboard you kind of 
have a, a little idea totally. of that person right also, there. Also, like, you learn how they're going to talk. One thing that I also, this is just, like, me thinking right now, if I see someone doesn't spell the word, like, Y-O-U, mm. and they just put <laughs> yeah. the letter U, like... Are we in junior high again? I'm not talking to you. Totally. If you can't even type out a full word, like, I do not want to even yeah. have a conversation. That's but this true is, for a lot of people, I'm sure. Absolutely. But, yeah, basically, this is just, like, your little opportunity to... It's like your elevator pitch of interviews, mm. you know? What's the first thing that you would say to the best parts about you, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. That's great. So, yeah, just a couple do's, and then we only have a couple don'ts here. Um, <laughs> this one's a funny <laughs> one because it's, it's, again, it's all personal. Take everything with a grain of salt. These are just our opinions and things that yeah. we've done some research on. But one thing that we found uh, come up a lot is don't be corny and say things like, the weight of my heart is through my stomach or something generic like dating is hard but striking up a fun conversation with a stranger is harder like those corny I think we had talked about yeah like um pickup lines yeah yeah like um, what's that your favorite pickup line Oh, did it hurt when you fell from heaven or some shit like that yeah 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 yeah, those weird just like some people really like these and I will never understand those people but I just don't think it needs to be so corny. Like yeah. you can, there's actually decent pickup lines out there yeah. that aren't as cheesy and like yeah. don't sound as awful. Yeah, and again, and you don't really leave someone. Sorry, you don't really leave someone with like much to say back to that. Like totally. their response is either going to be what the response of like the actual corny cheesy line is, or it's going to be like oh, <laughs> which is like not a good vibe to start. Yeah, you kind of feel awkward yeah. about it. So like putting that in your profile, even like when I see kind of those generic cheesy things or like knock knock jokes or stuff like that, I'm I mean there's witty and clever, and then there's like cringy and corny. And yeah, I think like there's you're a making fine line. Me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now I'm awkward. Yeah, yeah, for no, exactly. sure. Um, so another don't and this one I'm very passionate about. Mm. Don't be creepy when you're sliding into the DMs or kind of like whatever your first message is, whether it's on the dating apps or on any of these social like media Instagram, platforms. Yeah. Like, just don't be creepy. And like, I know that's such a <laughs> vague, like there's so much we could put into that. A wide but range of exact, creepiness. Yeah, more so what we're thinking is like, if your profile, like, do you have a profile picture? Like, do you have people that you follow? Do you actually post on Instagram? Are you like, private? Yeah. Are, are you, you messaging someone from a private account yeah. with no posts and no photo? Like, your photo is of like a car or something. Yeah, exactly. So you're not really giving anyone, and especially if this is someone who doesn't know you, you're not really giving them anything to work with. And like, I don't know. Similarly to whatever little couple phrases or paragraph you decide to put in like your tinder bio same thing with your first message on instagram mm-hmm. or whatever social mm-hmm. media it is you're using that sets the tone for the conversation and you're really opening up the door for how that person's going to respond to you so if you're saying something creepy like oh i just was at so-and-so cafe and i saw you there that's extremely uncomfortable and you kind of just feel like you invaded my privacy like yeah. that that's not going to make me want to go on a date with you totally i think for me what I've seen in my DMs is a lot of what you were just saying. Like a, a person will message me and be like, hey, like we should go on a date or we should go for a mm-hmm. walk or I, you know, love right your profile. Right off the get-go. And I'm like, okay, so I read it and it's usually in like the private, like, you know, there's like general primary mm-hmm. requests. Like it's requests. usually deep in there. Yeah. And then I'll once every blue moon go check them out and then I'll see like, 
the same thing you were just saying. Somebody will message me and then I'll scroll up and they've messaged me like 14 times or replied yeah. to my stories because I currently have an open profile. Yeah. But when I click to see who this person is, you have no I have information no clue. Their, their profile is private. Yeah. They may have like five followers or they're following like 300 people and have mm-hmm. zero followers or they Which, have like, no profile photo. Not good vibe. It's like, not a good vibe to give off. That makes me uncomfortable. So I'm never going to respond to you. Yeah. If you have an open profile, if you're confident in what you're saying and it's coming off kind or it's a friend of a friend, like yeah. sliding into the DM is a great way to get to know people. It really is. I and it's know successful in It can many, be really many. successful. Yeah. But be mindful of putting yourself in the person receiving that message's shoes and how mm. they might feel or how that might come across. Yeah. And so it's just, it goes both ways. It doesn't matter if you're sliding into a guy's DM or a girl's DM. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If you're going to do it, make sure you have an open profile. Make sure your photos of who you are, what you look like, like give how them old a you are. To, like want to get to know yeah, you I'm, or share some right. of this stuff like off the get. Like if it's someone who you really aren't familiar with at all, like, yeah. Just like even for example, like if someone's messaging you that many times over and over again, like my immediate first response is this person is pushy. This yeah. person is impatient. So like literally like Alex just said, think of how this is going to come across in the other person's mind. Like mm-hmm. if they're not responding to your message, they probably have a really good reason for that. And then if you go and message them again, or you're only sending hard eye reactions yeah. to their stories, like these are not giving off good vibes this is not giving off the vibes of this is someone who I want to start a serious healthy relationship with yeah and it makes you think like does this person actually are they interested in me are they interested in something else yeah do they want something from me or do they actually want to get to know me and this day and age you have to be super mindful because there are so many opportunities for like dangerous situations to happen which we're gonna get into (laughs) I think yeah prelude for that I also think that you and I were talking about this right before we actually were doing this episode, Mm -hmm. um, our own personal experiences. And we both had experiences where, you know, I have been polite and responded and been like, oh, no, thank you or something. This was a while ago. And I've learned my lesson there because then that opens the door for people thinking they have access to you. Mm -hmm. But then I've also, what I do now is mostly just ignore them. And I've gone back after weeks and I've seen really nasty, like, you're a bitch oh and yeah like they lose their shit you and i like what a cunt for not messaging me back and they get so angry because yeah. you don't respond to these random blocked profiles that you don't even know who it's a stranger yeah and they've given you no like real reason to be interested and now they've just confirmed that with like an yeah, outrageous reaction <laughs> so you've made the right choice yeah. by you know sticking to your gut feeling there but oh, yeah. yeah that's a, a big don't so yeah And then the last one, it really kind of goes hand in hand with what Liv and I were just talking about, which is, I mean, I bet you're all thinking it before I even say it, but don't be a catfish. Mm. And boys, girls, men, women, everyone can have a chance to be a catfish. And when I look at profiles for guys, something that's a trigger for me or a red flag is like if a guy has a profile where every single one of his photos he has a hat on, Mm. I mean... That's usually telling me that this person's bald or doesn't have a lot of hair and they're trying to hide that. Or think like if they're doing intentionally only doing like waist up photos or something like immediately to me, I'm like, oh, you skip leg day or like. Right. You're you're insecure about something. Yeah. Or your height or whatever it is. Let's be very clear. I don't care if you're bald 
well, I don't care if you have skinny legs. I actually like skinny legs on guys. <laughs> but like own that stuff. It's, it's just the fact of hiding it. Right. If yeah. you're every single one of yours, let's say not even on Instagram, if we're going back to the dating apps, if all your pictures are of you in like a hockey helmet or you have uh, sunglasses on, you're mm-hmm. covering your face yeah. or you're making a silly face or you're not smiling or showing your teeth, you're, you know, your mouth is closed in every single f- photo – I'm going to start to be like, okay, well, why am I seeing this random trend that's not a good trend? Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, when we're talking about women, obviously makeup, photos, and being um, filtered, heavily filtered. Oh, that can be really bad, especially in today's day and age. It can be excessive. Totally. So, I mean, you're going to figure out who that person is eventually. That's That's kind of the thing is like, why bother trying to catfish or like really really hide who you are is like the whole point is you're trying to get a relationship out of this or maybe you're yeah. just trying to hook or maybe up or whatever tra- it yeah, is exactly but like you have to see this person in person face to face eye to eye like you're gonna see them head to toe and yeah own own everything own your insecurities own your flaws own your yeah. beauties own, own everything it's just more attractive. Be, be be natural be authentic be yourself and i can guarantee if you follow those things you'll see a way better result oh yeah yeah it'll yeah. work out like more positively for you for sure but yeah that's just some like do's and don'ts in like the general scheme of dating being on the apps pursuing people that kind of stuff yeah um but now we're gonna get into more like specific tips um so we'll start off for we're gonna do like tips for the girlies but this obviously is inclusive this is more so anyone attracting like the male gaze or just a masculine person totally um and or just anyone who yeah like you might you'll you'll understand when you hear the tips <laughs> so yeah. first and foremost uh i think the biggest one and we obviously are two women here speaking for ourselves and right. we have purely like that's what our experience that's looks exactly like it. yeah um so and as two women we know one of the biggest things is making sure that you're safe mm. so we have many tips when it comes to this but Kind of like sharing your location with a friend, um, letting people know in advance where it is that you're going out on a date, making sure that like when you're conversing with this person and deciding on a location to go or deciding on what the activity is going to be, like yeah. think of your safety. Totally. Don't go on a hike in the woods for your first date with a stranger. Or drive out to the middle of nowhere to their cabin. Exactly. Sometimes it's even a good idea to meet the person where you're going so yeah. that you have a car and you know that you have a way to get out. Yeah, public um, place for but sure. Yeah, picking a public place like letting a friend like this could be turning your location on and sending it in advance to your friend dropping a pin i'm gonna be here tonight this is what the person sending all the information to your friends like it's really it's just a smart thing to do and the funny thing is is like we're probably repeating things that you guys listening who are on dating apps or who are currently open to dating have done Mm -hmm. like my friend dropped a meme to me the other day (laughs) And it was like, you know, you're dating when, you know, shares location, shares this show. Yep. And it's, we laughed at it, but then I like took some time to reflect. And it's I was not like, actually funny. It's kind of sad. It's really sad. We've gotten to that place where we have to be so careful. Yeah. Especially with everything we see on the news. How many times have we seen those, you know, sex trafficking or that person yeah. got murdered and like shoved in a suitcase? And it's like, wow. Yeah. Do I even want to put myself out there if well, that's, that's how, the like, risk we're taking? Close and potential, like, that actually is there. Um, and, yeah, it is really sad. And I hate to say it, but, like, as women, we've just kind of learned to take it. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. I think we are also doing a really good job at, like, standing up for ourselves and fighting back, especially now. Like, women are, 
you know, our voices are being heard and we're... We're being a lot more mindful of our surroundings. Yeah. It's just sad that we've had to learn to, like... I don't know. Engage and it goes in both life. ways. Let's again, let's make sure we put it like it still can go both ways. Like, Absolutely. And, you know, this is just again, like Liv mentioned, our experience As and, two women, and yeah. things that we've either felt safe or unsafe in and the environments that we've had to put ourselves through. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely just wanting to make sure uh, you guys are putting yourself first and yeah. being mindful of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. To wrap up that, like, the safety kind of, like, to wrap up that um, point as a whole, the last thing I would say is make sure you research the person before you meet them. I know, like, share, obviously, all that information with your friend, but, like, do your own research yourself. Like, look up all their platforms. Like, yes. anything that they tell you, like, read into it. Yeah, talk see, to them a little bit before you meet them. Ask some, like, them. serious questions. Like, what is their home life like? What are they like? Yeah, and, this is called vetting, really. Yeah. And some people hate it. Some people are, like you know, I don't want to be pen pal and spend three weeks talking. And we're not talking about that. But, but sometimes it's important. But sometimes it can be important, especially if you're getting a weird vibe from a person yes. and you want to get to know them. Even having a FaceTime or a phone call conversation. Yes. I mean, this is the reason that blind dates don't exist anymore. Uh, yeah, because no one would trust that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, last thing, no is a complete sentence. Yeah, I love um, that quote. This also goes for whoever it is saying no, like have confidence in your no. You yeah. don't need to explain yourself no is the whole sentence whatever it is that you want to say no to you say it if someone is saying no to you you absolutely take it yeah this means anything from you know do you want to go back to my place no do you want something more to drink and they order you another drink No. no like it doesn't matter if you're in a place where you're saying no for both parties respect your no and have and respect their no, whatever, yeah. whoever is the person saying Like, don't no. push, because you might now, like, push someone into changing their no to a maybe. And I know a lot of manipulative men, I'm just saying again from my personal experience that I've been with, who absolutely do that intentionally. And, mm. yeah, you just when like to... When you go to the bathroom, there's, like, more drinks on the table yeah. and things no, like that. No, I said I didn't want another drink. Why yeah. did you get me another one? Totally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, that's great. Those are all great points. Um, something that is a little bit back to that vetting point that we were talking about is what Liv and I like to call know your non-negotiables. Mm. Um, and I usually like will throw my five, my hand up in a five and be like, these are my five non-negotiables. And yeah. like some examples of that are, you know, and again, there's like the boundary non-negotiables and then there's like the personal taste non-negotiables. Yeah. So for me, I'm not somebody who is attracted to a smoker. Like, I don't want to be dating somebody who's heavily into nicotine, chewing, smoking, vaping, whatever that looks like. So basically, someone tells you that they smoke, you know right away that this is not your person. Or somebody who goes trophy hunting in the, you know, in Africa, savannah, and murders (laughs) animals. Like, I'm not really into that as well. So they are... There's some values, morals, non-negotiables, things that are very important. And for you guys, it might be you don't want to date somebody who was divorced or you don't want to date somebody who has children already. Yeah. Those are all things that should be talked about in the vetting process. Absolutely. So you know people's intentions and and basically their baggage, for lack of better words. That's exactly it. And it's important to know these things about people and it's important to openly share them. Yeah, be honest. Exactly. And I think it's a really good thing like to know your non-negotiables before going in, especially to like your first date with someone because something might come up 
on the first date that like if you didn't have these non-negotiables in the back of your head you wouldn't be able to say okay after that first date I know that I'm not going on another one right and then we will continue to go on the dates with this person that's not lining up with our values or like what it is we want out of life so you're romanticizing them but then we ask questions the like why is this not working yeah. like oh I thought this was gonna be it when in reality you should have been you were ignoring your red flags exactly yeah yeah great point um yeah what's the next one Liv so next don't limit yourself um I think that goes back into like you know back in the day I used to say I wasn't gonna date somebody who had kids Mm. so I would limit like a whole pool of potential people yeah some people again they have a non-negotiable let's go back to they don't like dating people who are bold Mm -hmm. but as we get older and as we're being more open-minded and, you know, getting to know people's personalities, yeah. you have perceptions of things that are, that might be a little bit more surface level or might, would have been a non-negotiable five years ago and like you reevaluated it and you yeah. realize maybe it's not the same anymore. Yeah. So I think kind of how you said at the start where like some are boundaries, some are non-negotiables mm. and like red flags and some are just like your own personal preferences. preferences. Yeah. I feel like it kind of stems on that because... Like, just for me, for example, I very much love dark features and, like, facial hair. Mm. But if I were to only date someone who has dark hair, dark features and facial hair... Watch Liv marry, like, a Swedish guy with blonde hair, blue eyes. I would actually... Well, the blue eyes, I would love that. But I would <laughs> genuinely, genuinely be disappointed. So <laughs> okay, so blonde guys do not contact that, But Liv. see, that's what I'm trying to say, yeah. is I learn to, like, give that up. Open I'm still your mind. heavily... Like, I would just say that I'm more into that. Like that, yeah. that kind of person would grab my attraction or my attention more so than totally. someone with light hair, light features. But I could have completely closed off like a ton of people, Absolutely. an entire pool of people, possibly my person in yeah. there. So it's kind of like, yeah, don't limit yourself, especially when it's like superficial stuff or like, yeah, I really mean, the hair color those. thing we hear a lot with the girl side of things, like mm. blondes over brunettes, like that's always, or even redheads, blondes, brunettes, like that's always been, yeah. or big boobs, And like height big butt. for the other side of things. Great point. Guys, yeah. like, I'm sorry, there's so many I know wonderful, so many, like, five, short kings. Two, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, but, and they're awesome. But one of my non-negotiables for a while was not dating somebody under six, six foot one. Yeah, but you you have like a little bit of insecurity around your height as yes. a woman and again so that, it's nothing about the guy it's because i'm taller for a girl it's actually funny because the short guys will get upset as at women for this type of statement when in reality the women who say these types of things are the ones who having the exact same insecurity yeah. as the short guys that i've had just people the comment of, on how tall i mean i'm only we've said this in an episode before i'm only five seven and a half she's like not that tall, tall yeah but I look taller and so people are always like oh you're tall for a girl and it's like thanks but like it doesn't really make know, me feel good yeah <laughs> so it it goes both ways every way all the way around yeah, yeah it just for everyone mm-hmm. um yeah next up yeah so I think we already talked about this so we don't really need to get into details I know Liv is super passionate about this one yeah um which is don't use filters all the time. And I'm going to caveat all the time because everyone uses filters. Yeah. Um, but heavy filters or filters on every single photo or no makeup list, no all natural photos. Like mm-hmm. that's just not going to do anyone any good. Yeah. You know, I get people are insecure. I use filters sometimes. Yeah. 
but that's what it is it's hiding an insecurity and kind of mm-hmm. how we touched earlier like this person's gonna see you in person anyway yeah, totally so that acne or those fine lines or the discoloration or those scars lips that whatever. don't have filler that yeah. you're trying to hide and like compensate for in these filters the person is gonna see you face to face and they're gonna see all of that so Absolutely. it's like it's okay to use the filters but if you're utilizing it in a catfish sense to it hide what you really look like it's not going to be beneficial absolutely so anyone who's out there that has a cat nose and cat ears we know you're not really a cat (laughs) (laughs) the filter we see through it girl yeah oh my goodness (laughs) for sure um so yeah to wrap up the last few points for tips for the girlies and everyone else um forget about the texting and the calling rules um it is not a game so yeah this Ugh. is kind of like an old narrative. We already know that it's Play not a game. game. Yeah. yeah, that's not true. And this like goes for the guys or anyone else yeah, as well. Yeah, this is for anyone. This really. is I think this one's inclusive for everyone really. Like don't play the game. You like if you if someone texts you and you are on your phone, you see them respond and you want to respond to them, respond. Yeah. Do not wait. Don't leave them hanging for 2 hours just to prove a point that you're they're, you're not super interested or whatever. Right. Like, that just grinds my oh gears. Oh my gosh, And so trust true. me, it'll be, like, a positive benefit if you stop playing that foolish game. Well, here's the thing. This is what psychology says. Sometimes in relationships, people show up as their best versions of themselves or mm. they'll act specifically like they are aloof or they don't care as much to get that, like, chasing and be chased type of When game. in reality, they're, like anxious as fuck well exactly let's if we're gonna eventually we'll look into attachment styles and masculine and feminine energies but at the end of the day if you start to date somebody after three months your guards and your perfect Mm. version is going to crumble and unravel and your true version of yourself will show up yeah and that person (laughs) is going to be thinking okay well this is not the person i fell for or who i thought i was dating this is not how they acted two months ago right now they're looking you know they're texting me all the time or they're double texting or whatever it may be that they were trying so desperately to hide maybe they think it's a bad habit or that's not who they want to become at the end of the day, we always go back to ourselves and our old ha- our old habits, and they will show their if they're ugly bad habits, they will show their ugly face. Yeah. So you might as well be honest and upfront and just be who you are. And this is me. I'm laying my cards on the table. You know, don't show everything. Obviously, we like some mystery. It takes time to get to know. Yeah, like, you don't have to be someone. like, here's my social insurance number, or, like here's my <laughs> yeah. bank account, but like. Honestly, the big things I think are really important to be open and honest about. And if you want to text or call them the next day, do, do it. it. And if yeah. they don't like it, then you know that then that's not on. your purpose. But also person. then you know that person is playing the game. Do you exactly. want to, like, do, does it feel good when you do that? Because yeah. it doesn't. Absolutely. So, yeah, just you stop playing the game and then you'll stop attracting people who are playing like that as well. And it's just... Yeah, it can be exhausting and sad and, like you know ghosting it's culture it's a waste of time and honestly, yeah and the then <laughs> and then again i guess this goes into the next couple points is like pay attention to those red flags as well as the green flags we don't yeah. really need to get into that because i think just mentioning it is enough loud and clear um but yeah the last two is uh don't overshare so it's not about the game that we were talking about this is like you know, just always talking about yourself or always Mm. talking about the negative things or always, you know, complaining, things like that. A big one that I know we've both talked about is when guys talk negatively about their exes. Mm. And again, this goes for the girls. If girls talk negatively about their exes, like 
talking about your past relationships on the first date or the first couple of dates isn't good. Well, it can be a red flag. And also the way that they choose to talk about this person. Like, we're only hearing one person's side of the story. Yeah. I'm sure if that ex was here, they would have a completely different story. Totally. We don't know what happened. Yeah. And, like, don't be naive and listen to everything that these people tell you that you don't. Like, this is a stranger still. Like, don't listen to everything that they tell you and just trust it. Like take it with a grain of salt because I'm not trying to <laughs> teach people to not be trustworthy, but right. like have your, have your walls up enough to protect you. Like yeah. this is, it's all about like your safety and yeah. whatnot. But yeah, I think that's a good one of like not oversharing. And even another thing that came to mind when you said that is like, I know people just want to like get to know each other already. And like, the first few things you learn about someone, you're like head over heels about them. And you're just like, oh, if I tell They're them. They're so perfect. Yeah, yeah. If I tell them my whole life story, then we can just get to knowing each other already. Yeah. And then Instead we Instead of like, what's your favorite color and skipping yeah. all that small and talk. And it's just like, yeah. slow down. You don't need to tell everything about yourself all on the first date or on the first, yeah. in the first month. Like you will get to know these parts of each other. But that's sometimes the best part I know of dating is like that it's getting to know but a lot of people like to skip over that and you don't always get that back but that's that instant gratification in like society right now Mm -hmm. and I feel like which goes perfectly into the last point here which is romanticizing people and Mm -hmm. having that deer in headlights kind of love bombing blur of who we think somebody is and when we romanticize it because maybe we're desperate to get in a relationship. Yep. Maybe we're insecure and, you know, this person's really attractive or maybe whatever the reason is. And we ignore those red flags we were talking about. We ignore our non-negotiables we were talking about. We ignore all of those things the about the negative <laughs> stuff they were talking about their exes and we romanticize the crap out of them. Yeah. And that also is really unhealthy too. Yeah. We so. only see, like for me, for example, they have dark features and a beard or facial hair, like, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. The red flags that are also present, like, that's the kind of stuff that I need to be, or we need to be in the situation, yeah. like, holding on to. That's the vetting part. So it's yeah. all, it all comes full circle. Mm-hmm. It all's re- relative and related to one another. So yeah. let's get into tips for the guys, mm-hmm. or anyone looking for the female or male or woman, I guess, gaze, right? Yeah. 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 If you're, yeah, just looking to date the girlies or anyone with the femme presenting really yeah. I feel like this is beneficial totally for them so I think a big one here is dating etiquette and how to plan a date and again this is take everything with a grain of salt and also it's all relative to anybody but at the end of the day we've already mentioned this which is be honest about what you're looking for. Be clear and upfront about your intentions. If mm-hmm. you are looking to just hook up, have a one night stand, not a serious relationship, yeah. let that person know. If you're looking for a long-term relationship where it could potentially lead to same marriage, let the person know because yeah. we don't want to be wasting anyone's time. That's kind of like ask these kind of questions or be clear on your intentions before asking said mm-hmm. person to go on yeah. a date or before asking for their number yeah that's kind of I feel like totally an important point there absolutely so this next one is like a general rule um it's like the toilet paper rule do you put the toilet paper with the <laughs> toilet paper under. Going over <laughs> under everyone always is like who pays for the date yeah. so our rule is if you ask you pay so yeah. if she asks she should pay yep. if you, as we're talking to the guys, if you ask her on a date, yep. then you should pay. 
okay because you are inviting somebody out to spend yeah. time with them. You should plan the date. You should pay for the date. Yeah. It's your responsibility. And then vice versa, like we said. Yeah, and I think that's that's a really good, like, way to word it, too. Because even, like, for the girls, like, don't neglect the kings. Like, we can take a guy out for a date as well. We can mm-hmm. absolutely ask. Take care of. Yeah, yeah. Ask a person out and take them out. But just know that if you're the one, oh, I have this really great date idea. I would love this if you come and do this with me. Just know that, like, you're the one asking and offering. Yeah. You should be expected to pay and exactly. know that, like, going yeah. into it. And honestly, if you're somebody who disagrees and you want to go Dutch and you, or somebody who doesn't pay, then be upfront about that. Like, listen, before I go to the date, I usually like to split. Is that okay with you? And if the girl says, sure, that's no problem, then yeah. then she knows. And there's no awkward transactional weirdness about yeah. the bill or yeah. the waitress being like, who's paying? Like at the end, you just kind of figure that out beforehand. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. For sure. Um, Yeah, going into the next one, which is like on point with this one. When you're planning the date or whoever it is asking for the date, I think it's really important to get details from the person that you're asking. So, like, if you want to take them out to eat, do they have food allergies? Mm -hmm. Do they have a specific schedule time, like, that works for them or they, like, can't do weekends or they know that they can't be out past nine, just for example, or something they have kids or whatever it is, like... Ask these things in advance, get some of their input, understand like what kind of restaurants they like to go. Maybe again, if you're doing some of our do's and don'ts from the mm-hmm, earlier part, mm-hmm. like you'll see in their bio on Tinder or something that they like to go for hikes or they like really I like don't Italian know. food. Exactly. Like yeah. learn something about the person and then make it very specific to them, which yeah. I think just makes the date more likely to be better and well, the it's connection. more likely to actually go on the date. Statistically speaking, yeah. this one grinds my gears because it happens to me a lot. A guy will be like, Hey, we should go on a date. And I'm like, Yeah, sure. And Tell then me what the it's date like is. looking at my watch being like, okay, are you going to ask me? And then weeks go by and they're like, hey, we should go on a walk. Dude, and then the you're like, okay. Missed opportunity. So, it is a like, missed opportunity. You don't understand so that when we say sure to this, we're basically saying yes to you doing a failed we're asking. waiting <laughs> for you to make the plan. Yeah. Guy, we, okay. We're not going to get into femininity and masculinity, but to be honest, when a man takes control, specifically, this is what I like. Mm-hmm. If you're going to ask me on a date, this straight up I need you to be like hey there's a really cool restaurant here I'm thinking about going on Saturday did you want to join me yeah are you free at six o'clock this Saturday yeah for you know restaurant pizza town whatever and I'm like okay great so you've made a plan you've made the time you've say made a reservation I know for sure that we're gonna we've planned official date and then the day of the date if you don't message me oh to God. confirm, <laughs> are we still good for six o'clock tonight? Yeah. Can I pick you up? Do you want to meet me there? Whatever yeah. that looks like. I'm assuming we're not going on the date until I hear from you. Mm-hmm. And that's happened where I've had a date planned for six and I didn't hear from the guy until like 6.15. And I'm sitting in my pajamas being like, I didn't think we were Guess going we're anymore. Going. See, I think it's like the taking initiative. Yeah. And whether you're Very male, female, non-binary, like... It doesn't matter who it is that you're asking out, like taking the initiative and knowing that this person who is interested in you is like putting the effort yeah, in. They want this yeah, to be successful. Effort. So they're putting on their best pants and they're showing up at the best self for you kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Do I don't that know. you care. Yeah. And like it will work out for your benefit yeah. in that sense for sure. How many dates 
didn't happen because somebody didn't actually stand up and say like, this date time place yeah you know yeah, yeah for sure no absolutely um yeah going into the next one um asking about your date we did talk about this mm-hmm. at the start as yeah. well asking them personal questions um so Showing this one interest yeah it's like have a happy balance of talking about yourself but also asking them questions so maybe it looks like you ask them a question you listen to their answer you're responsive you're hearing what they're saying and being interactive and engaging to it but then afterwards you share what your response to that answer is as well so you ask what their hobbies are then afterwards you also share what your hobbies are or something that they're talking about like one of their interests or maybe a family relationship or something that they're passionate about they're sharing and that sets off something that you're also passionate about or something that you're interested in. find commonalities and things that you share, like I said, in common. It's so, I ask a lot of questions on dates. I always feel like I'm trying to fill space or if I stop talking, there's like an awkward pause. So then I feel like I'm always having to ask questions. It can be hard. And it's never like me sitting there talking about myself. I'm oftentimes spending the whole date talking about them. But also you're the kind of person where you need someone to ask you the questions. Yeah. You're really good for asking someone questions, but you also need them. I want them to you show want interest them in me. to hear the questions you're Get asking, answer me. them, but yeah. also ask you stuff as well. Absolutely. So obviously this is very situational because you're not necessarily going to go on all the best dates and everyone's going to know how to have a good conversation and carry the flow of a conversation, but more so just for like you specifically showing up for the date. It's important for you to kind of take control for yourself to make sure that you're having a happy balance of engaging and interacting, sharing your, your opinions, your interests, but also asking this person and listening to what it is that they're sharing with you. And I think it makes something that we might be forgetting. It makes it a lot easier when you have it, like a basic interest in the person. Obviously you go on a date and the person say catfished you or they're super rude to the waitress or something. And you're like, okay, well, I don't even think I'm ever going to like, I don't even want to get past this date, let alone plan a second date. I get that it could be hard, Mm -hmm. but yeah, definitely think about the conversation when you get on your date. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on. So we are going to share our icks. So we (laughs) thought this one would be funny. So we just kind of made a list of, like, Alex is going to share her 10, and then I'm going to share my 10. And we have some that are kind of similar, some overlying ones or overlaying or whatever. Overlapping. Overlapping. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you for filling that in. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we also have some different ones that I think probably a lot of you listeners can relate to. I I know icks is definitely – we saw that trending on TikTok and Instagram. Um, everyone has them. They're, yep. they're, these are not non-negotiables. These are not the red flags we were talking no. about. These are just silly things that either make or break whether or not we want to go on a date with you. Yeah. So exactly. I'll just fly through mine. Oh, number one, sorry guys, <laughs> I make this joke all the time. I have a nose like a basset hound. I can smell everything and anything. Oh, so yeah. if you smell bad or have bad breath, like bad BO, <gasps> for me that just equates to like personal and general hygiene Mm. I'm a very big hygiene person yeah I take you know sometimes two showers a day I you know Jesus so anyway (laughs) yeah so if you smell bad I'm yeah definitely not feeling interested or attracted to you um pretending to be more knowledgeable about something than they actually are so this is just let's just use the term mansplaining I mean sometimes I can come off as a know-it-all but man when guys have that like cocky that's what it is, though, the cockiness uh, It's that to it. peacocking, let me tell you how it is, let me p- 
protect you, I know take more care than of you. you. I know more than yeah. you. Oh, that's just not an attractive thing. No. Uh, being overbearing or rude to the waitress, waiter, or help staff. Oh. Massive one for me. Just treating people with kindness, opening the door for somebody. And I don't mean just for me, but just anyone. Like watching how they interact with customer social service. Inter- yeah, though. social yeah. interactions are huge. I'm very observant. So if you are thoughtful and kind in your everyday interactions. You're seeing that. Yeah, I'm seeing yeah. that. So uh, number four here, double texting. Uh, this kind of goes into like even the sliding into the DMs like we were talking about. So sending mm. a second text. Yeah. Um, if I didn't respond to the first one, like... I work. I'm really busy. I have lots Neither going life. on. Yeah. Um, I am. I love to text people. I want to text when I'm interested in you. But if I don't text and then 20 minutes later, you're like, question mark, question mark, hello. Oh I'm gosh. just going to be like, oh, that's a huge ick. Like, I I'm, can't even stand that. I know lots of like, guys say girls do that a lot. That like stage five clinger kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but like on the other side, we've I've had seen a, it a lot, lot of guys do that to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Living in a mess or being sloppy is a huge one for me. I mean, there's organized chaos, there's mess, but basically what I'm referencing is back to the hygiene is like being dirty. Like Mm. when you've gone to a guy's bathroom and there's like the pee around the toilet or their shaving beard stuff is in the sink. I don't think guys realize like how much girls judge the state of their bathroom. It is. Just be mindful of your environment because then I think if you're going to live in this, like what else are you not caring personally about yeah and that is a big flag for me yeah um this is a little bit of a personal like my preference for the way somebody looks but bad teeth to me somebody who doesn't take care of their teeth it kind of goes back again to the bad breath and hygiene the hygiene stuff but like you can see the plaque on their teeth yeah or if they're like missing teeth and not like I've ever gone a date and a guy showed up with like missing teeth (laughs) but like you know I smiles are massive to me like people say like what are you attracted to I like hands I like eyes I like hair I like smiles and so if you don't have a great smile yeah well you notice it (laughs) um have it and then again hygiene oh my god there's a theme (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say I'm noticing something here girl (laughs) um, having dirty or long fingernails I'm just gonna leave that at that guys think about your hands and fingernails and if they're dirty or long yeah take care of them yeah I know a place (laughs) you can go to get them done wink wink nudge nudge yeah um Chewing with their mouth open, like, Just or like, do yeah, that's whatever. Uh, being clingy, kind of back to that double texting, or like love bombing me, or just being super obsessive and like overly attentive. Like, clearly an unhealthy codependent uh, like a, yeah, yeah being super dependent yeah. and not having your own life or your own friends like that just that. and then lastly um being a self-proclaimed mama's boy or being taken care of by an obsessive mother i have seen some obsessive mothers in the past but mm-hmm. like men who still kind of act like a baby or like need their mom who, like to let their mom still clean mother them take care of them cook for them all the time like and they're you know i just it's like there's no room for me in the relationship when the mom and kid already have the like the son already have that relationship so. but also you're a grown human like show some independence you don't need and, to take your laundry and get your mom to do your laundry yeah. anymore you don't need to go to your mom's every weekend to, well i mean that's probably just like hanging out but like yeah. having your mom 
cook your meals or your lunch for you or something yeah, like that. Like, definitely. That's, come on, or grow like up. you can't make a decision without calling your mom to be like, oh, I have to, you know, check with her. It's just ugh. unattractive. Or like making decisions about buying a house or having children or where to get married. Like moms of the yes. bride, like oh, like control. Just so much. Listen, we love having a healthy relationship with your mom, but we're oh, talking about a very specific yeah. difference here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So those are mine. Yeah. So I'll go into mine. Some of mine again, like I said, are very similar. So literally the first one is long fingernails. That <laughs> is just the biggest one for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think we have a, to say much. No, get a take manicure. <laughs> I'll do it for you. No, yeah. I don't want to actually. Um, next get their up, mom to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Imagine. Next up is, again, same as one of Alex's, coming off as needy or pushy. This kind of goes in with your double texting or your clinging yeah. one. Just... If I get that energy from you, you've already scared me off. Mm-hmm. I don't like... Push me away. Yeah. I don't like this codependent. I'm a very independent person. So that is a very big red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, hearing someone breathing. If you're... If we're like watching a movie and I hear you breathing beside me, I might smother you with a pillow. I was just about to do it in the mic and I was like, nope, not going to no. do that. <laughs> like literally before we came in here to record, we were hanging out on Alex's couch and Nora was hanging oh, out behind yeah. her, one of her cats was beside me behind me and <laughs> god love her she's sleeping so like Aww. her little wheezing was actually cute but like if that was a human behind yeah. me and like there's just mouth breathing a, mouth oh breathers. my god yeah. i hate it that's the whole thing a mouth breather and that's not healthy for your health guys it's also not like, no like practice your taping your mouth yeah, while you sleep <laughs> <laughs> mouth taping close your mouth and you're talking to me yeah yeah um okay so next up is insecure so this one i kind of wrote this out like if they're too shy to make a phone call for me or like I'm that kind of person. So You're I, too shy to make a yeah, phone call. Or yeah. like if I'm at a restaurant and they mess up my food or I want a side of mayo or something, like I want a, my person to be able to do that for me and to feel confident doing it. Don't get me wrong, like I will do this for someone if I need to, but when I'm doing it for myself, I suck at it for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, I usually do it for Liv, so <laughs> she really does, like nine yeah. times out of time. Yeah, um, funny. But yeah, that's but I also neck. hate phone calls too. So like. Let's be real. It's funny, We're millennials. I'll, what can we say? Well, yeah. Let me, can I send you a text message? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't call me. I'll call you. Yeah. Uh, next up, being on their phone during quality time. That's a good one. Yeah. So I am, as someone who works on her phone and like everything that I do, so much of my, yeah, work is literally on my phone. When I don't have to be on it anymore, I don't want to be like hanging out with my partner and them being on their phone. Yeah, this will go into eventually the love languages. This yes. definitely plays a huge role yeah. in that for sure. Yeah, because, yeah, quality, like especially if it's we're choosing to have quality time together, like, no, I don't want to see you on your phone. Yeah, it's just kind of rude and disrespectful. You're not present. But it's right? also like you're showing me what you would prefer to be doing exactly. right now, which I'm hearing you and I'm not okay with that. Totally. Next up, uh, not shaking charge. This probably kind of goes with like the insecure. I just really like, uh, masculine, like masculine energy. Manly, manly men. Yeah, and yeah. like again with the initiative and like the dating and stuff like that, like I want a partner who allows you to be in your feminine allows me to be my feminine but also knows when to take charge and knows when to be like i'm gonna cook us supper tonight totally. and i'm gonna do the dishes after and then you kind go of, run a bath or yeah, something it like kind that of goes back to taking the initiative to plan that first date yes yeah, yeah good exactly point. yeah um not having their own friends hobbies interests like i said i'm very independent so like you have a theme with yours too <laughs> oh my god i'm <laughs> realizing so that so clearly like you i like clean don't, people yeah you don't you... want to be with someone dirty and i don't want to be with someone, someone clingy wussy or pussy. Yeah. yeah yeah but also like 
have your own just be your own person have your own life I think that's also just goes with like tips like if you're pursuing your own hobbies and interests and stuff I always say this it's gonna be so much easier when you're dating because you're your own person yeah you don't complete me I'm already a complete version of myself when you come into my life you just add more value you compliment me you compliment me not complete me it's two holes coming together not two halves to make a whole yes yeah you guys hear that that is another tip keep that in mind yeah um do be your own person yeah 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 it's huge all right I have a couple more to bang through um ignores you when you're around people so this is a big one I've been in a lot of relationships Mm. where they act very different when it's us two alone and then when we get around either their friends or my friends or in public listen if you don't like PDA that's fine but let's have a conversation about it and get to a common ground because I don't want to feel like you're not my partner anymore when we get around people like that's or like introducing you confidently like this is my girlfriend Liv yeah this is somebody I'm dating yes yeah yeah, that's happened that's a big one totally it's also again just it can be a red flag and like take note of these it's like they say people who don't post their if they have social media and they're active all over social media but then they don't post their partner like what are you trying to hide yeah why interesting very Mm. um next up toxic masculinity or asserting their dominance yeah mine are all very on trend here (laughs) so funny that yeah we wrote these lists and i didn't even notice but that kind of goes back to um that mansplaining and being peacocking and being cocky like just not an attractive quality no and it's 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 toxic right toxic masculinity i really struggle to say that word (laughs) i was hoping i wasn't gonna fuck it up but i did funny anyway last one road rage or just a bad driver in general i know everyone's probably had this where you're sitting in the car with like a friend or a parent or partner or whatever it is (laughs) and they just go berserk at someone that was like quite literally not in the wrong yeah and this is funny because i'm again i've said this already to you guys And I feel like I have to preface this because a lot of people know me from a previous time when I did have pretty severe road rage. Um, And I used to be that person. And I know how unattractive that is. And I know how I know what that was. It was a representation of me having a bad day or being in my ego or whatever it was. So now on the other on the reverse of that, being around like in the car with someone who is like just laying on the horn or like freaking out Doesn't have a lot of patience. that's yeah. it i think yeah. that's it too that really yeah. comes down to it i think yeah. yeah well being a bad driver is just you know being a bad driver. well it's just like it doesn't look good it gives me the ick because like i know that i'm a good driver and i know the rules very well so i just want to be in the car with someone who Absolutely. also knows how to drive totally <laughs> it is actually kind of sexy to see a confident oh, good driver. i'm like so turned parallel on by good parking drivers. is really sexy guys. oh <laughs> making me horny over here (laughs) if you know how to do it but see if you're in the car like your first date you find out they're a bad driver and you're taking like 20 minutes to park into like one parking spot into a spot yeah i probably would just be like you know i don't think we need the parking spot take me home yeah that's great oh my god but yeah that's our x good x live yeah feeling icky i'm feeling icky sticky and all the stuff (laughs) everything in between (sighs) all right so we're going to wrap it up shortly, but last thing, we're going into Never Have I Ever. Yeah, so anyone who just fast forward through all of that to get to this. Yeah, who doesn't here. care about the tips or the tricks. Like, <laughs> They're like, we're not even dating. We just no. want to know what's going on with you guys. Yeah. So Never Have I Ever. This one's going to be funny. We're just going to go back and forth. And yeah, 
Yeah, start You guys own. at home, listen <laughs> up. See what you guys are up to, too. Yeah, play along with us, guys. Yeah. I don't know. It's like put a finger down, obviously, or if you're drinking wine or a coffee or a tea or yeah. water, take a Anytime sip. Anytime you lose, like take a drink, I guess. Don't, don't <laughs> hesitate to tally us up because we're not going to tally this yeah. and let us know how we did. But yeah. I feel like we're, we're going to lose a lot of this. Yeah, I think I've already lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so first one, never have I ever hooked up with a person of the opposite sex. So wait, if I drink that means I've never done it or if yeah. I drink that means I did do it. So the it. whole point of the game is like you if you've never done it you, you like drink. lost essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so drinking is bad. Yeah. So if you've never Okay. Alex, have you ever hooked up with a person <laughs> of the opposite sex? No, I have not actually. Oh, she's gotta take a drink. I <laughs> let me just grab my coffee here. I um I mean, when I was in, like, university, I kissed my friend, like, for the boys. And, yeah. you know, you're young and silly and stuff. But, no, I've never, like, actually hooked up and had an experience with another female. I am straighter than a ruler. Not that that matters, I guess, because we all experiment and have yeah. fun. But, yeah, oh, no, yeah. I've never had that opportunity. So, anyone looking to – I'm just kidding. <laughs> what about you, so Lynn? you want to rock her world? Yeah. I have, oh, indeed, a few girl. times yeah. now at this point. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, do, you, what do you prefer? <laughs> I love dick. Yeah, oh, fair, Mom, fair. stop listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I absolutely love dick. I think girls are really, really hot. And yeah, I like to enjoy their bodies yeah. as well. Yeah. But I'm still exploring that one um, and totally. trying to like, yeah, just learn what I like, I guess. Absolutely. Try different things and Experiment, see. Experiment, be open, be yeah. vulnerable, for sure. Yeah, great one. Yeah. So That's next. That's one for Alex. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I'm losing right now. Yeah. Never have I ever hooked up in a public place. I have. I think we're both dry here. Yeah. Yeah, I have as well. I think it would be more dry if you didn't do this, though. Yeah, I feel like, you know, when you're in your teens, like, if I could, oh God, again, mom and dad, please don't be listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, public place, we won't get into details, but we both have, so. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's more fun. Totally. Um, next up, never have I ever hooked up with a teacher. So I, I kind of have a little bit of a funny story for this one. It's not, oh. I didn't hook up with a teacher. I will just say that now. Have okay. you? No. No. I, I, I say that like I think shocking. Be fun, no, you know what? I never, let when me I be honest. When I turned 19 and saw some of my teachers out that were only a few years older than me, I was like, oh, that it, mm. could be fun. <laughs> no, but no, I I've never honestly done that. had no teachers that I was like me, that me attractive to. Mine like, were old and women. Yeah, yeah. most of mine were old for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, I have hooked up with my high school rugby coach. Okay, so not a teacher, but a coach. A coach. Scandalous. I know, through the school. So it wasn't high school. Um, I know everyone I went to school with is probably like, oh my god, which one, which one? All trying to figure it out. Texting each other, yeah. Yeah, um, you'll never figure it out. That's okay. You'll never know. But it was not while we were training. Okay, it was so not during rugby was season. He, he wasn't an active coach. No. Okay. It well, was like after the fact. What was the age difference? Oh, god. I mean, it was probably like it seems worse when you're younger yeah. but like now i would totally i feel like while i was in high school so i would have been like 18 yeah you were still a kid like 18 yeah and he would have been like 30 let's hope you were 18 <laughs> well yeah oh, i'm thinking high school yeah high school no but we didn't hook up in high school oh, yeah, yeah yeah but when i was in high school i think he was like 35 or 36 wow so he was like quite a bit yeah, older that than is me quite but a bit older. yeah no it was years after high yeah, school yeah, yeah. fair enough <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Okay. Never have I ever given a guy the wrong number on purpose. Mm. I 
I am too insecure and shy, and I would never, I have never done that. I have not, but I've definitely wanted to. I've wanted to. Yeah, but I've also had the situation where I've given a guy my number, and he's called it in that very moment. Which, like... That's, like, my fear. That's so scammy. Like, do not do that. Yeah. Because if someone is giving you a fake number, like, I know that that's probably going to piss you off and make you upset or whatever, but think of how uncomfortable this person feels in this moment to have given you a fake number and now you're gonna call them out and then bitch at them or make them feel even worse about it yeah. like and obviously our advice, it's obviously a safety thing yeah our advice would be that we would wish that we would have the confidence and to be just able say to no. say no yeah. and i i know some people out there don't and that's okay too yeah. my excuse when i was younger was oh i have a boyfriend like yeah. that was always an that's easy another thing. one we always use um but like even like when you've gone on a bad date and you want to walk out on the date and you just like it's hard that's tough or you want to you just feel it bad or you want to be really nice and yeah I definitely not have not done any of those things but I've definitely wanted to Mm -hmm. um next up never have I ever faked an orgasm oh we're getting into some serious stuff now I mean okay I have I absolutely (laughs) have I just want to say I'm pretty sure 99% of the women listening to this podcast have Have all said I have (laughs) and there's a whole slew of things we could talk about. I definitely have. Mm -hmm. I think like probably more often than I would like to admit and that's sad to be honest. It is really sad and yeah I think just like so many women struggle with this and yeah. Oh, there's, there's so much we could get into with we this We will one. not because this opens up like a whole door of stuff, but it's yeah. a good one. And yeah, just know that you're not alone, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely. A lot of us. Yeah. You're not alone. So we both have there. Yeah. Um, where are we at? Never have I ever traveled to another province to meet a guy we've never met in person. Ooh. I have. I also have. Yeah, we I've, both have. I've, yeah, I even dated someone in Virginia for a little bit. Yeah, I traveled to, I stayed in Canada, but I traveled to a different province and stayed with this person for five days, never had met them in person, and we ended up dating after. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of stuff went on there, but, and I also traveled and met a person in Europe that right. I was talking with, um, not talking with, but like I'd known for years and years and years. But that like you... Like a pen pal. Yeah, you have like a friendship yeah. online for years, but you never actually meet the person. Yeah, so I did it uh, twice. Once yeah. within the country and once outside of the country. I feel like a lot of people do this now, especially if you like are open to traveling or open to yeah. long distance relationships. Like, And if you've kind of done fun. all the safety, like one was a you know, a friend of a friend, another yeah. person I'd known for three you like FaceTime before. them in yeah. advance. So, and, yeah. But we just had never met. So, and your guy was in the States. Yeah, I dated someone in Virginia. So I think he, he well, I don't think I know. He actually flew up and visited me first. So that mm. was our first time visiting. Okay. But my mom would not let, so we um, like spoke for three or four months before we ever met each other. Yeah. And whenever I told my parents he was coming up to visit, my mom would not let him stay at our house, like mm. at our family house. Well, we had to get an Airbnb and I was like, but I don't think you understand that like by doing that, you actually put me out of the safety of the Yeah, floor I would, oh, like as a mother, yeah. I would have thought having the person under my roof would make it. Totally. I think she was trying to keep me from doing it, but yeah. I did it anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we dated and yeah, that was Virginia. So yeah, I think it's a lot more common nowadays because yeah, 
everyone talks to everyone like you meet them through social media all over the place yeah, right the love stories on tiktok where people are running oh, yeah. in the airport meeting for the first time, the first time. it's yeah, cute it is i like cute. it yeah um next up never have i ever cheated okay dun 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 so i've not you have not i've not i really haven't good for you no and that's I th- awesome i think i'm gonna good die as like never being a cheater i really yeah. do i feel like they're yeah people always say like once a cheater always a cheater or you have to have a certain personality to cheat mm. i don't know i, I don't know if i believe it either though have you been cheated on many a times yeah yeah unfortunately same yeah and i yeah same <laughs> <laughs> um but have i cheated the answer to that question is no, no. I have not. Absolutely the drama, not. The drama. Yeah, no, I'm not a cheater. I just clear in the air for anyone who might have thought air otherwise. Who might think that I have. I definitely have not. You're safe. Yep. <laughs> Here, that just really knocked you out there. <laughs> um, next one up is never have I ever taken somebody's virginity. Mm. Another. I wish one. I have, but I I literally you have haven't. A no uh, notch in the belt what is it yeah v card like not that i'm aware of i don't like no one's ever told yeah. me that probably, could be probably would have told you yeah yeah i'm assuming i mean it can be a very beautiful special thing or it can be very horrible and traumatic so mm. um my experience with having mine taken was not good so when i had the opportunity to take, take a v card oh, i so wanted so yes the answer is i have i wanted to make it safe and special and memorable and that's so nice yeah it was important to me to kind of give back that opportunity that i unfortunately never had given to me yeah i feel like that's a really good like life lesson too is often people who don't get to experience something a certain way or the way that they may have wanted they'll go above and beyond to make sure someone else doesn't go through like that negative experience they did totally but yeah that's kind of a big deal taking someone's v card it can be. Yeah, it can be. I mean, the story around it is hilarious, and I'll have to tell you off air. Yeah, you it's will. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. I love that. Uh, next up, never have I ever had a one-night stand. I can't even <laughs> say that without, like, rolling on the floor I laughing. Mean, yeah. Ew, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> Rolf. <laughs> Rawful. so funny. Oh, throwback. Oh, but yeah, no, uh, yes, I absolutely have. I actually really enjoy one night stands. Yeah. Honestly, own it. Again, nobody's like, we're not against one night stands as no. long as that intention When you know what clear. you want and like yeah. you're being clear with that and you're doing it safely and totally. all of that, like, yeah, it's a, it could be fun. Yeah, it definitely can be. I mean, I, I think it's easy to say. A lot of us have. Mm-hmm. Um, Many. Yeah. I think probably I've had more one night stands like than I've had boyfriends. So. Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Next one is never. Ooh. Never have I ever hooked up with an ex. Ooh. So you dated, you broke up and you went back. Mm. Have you? I have. Oh, you went back to the old sloppy. I have oh. actually a few times. You well, have. Quite a few times actually. Really? Okay, I just went through my last like seven relationships, and I think I just every single every single one. Really, every single one, Alex. Okay, that's not girl, good. That's, we got to digest this okay. after. Yeah, I'm we got to process this. this, girl. Um, I have not. Uh, once not? that chapter is closed, that book is closed. I am done. I am moved on. Damn, I've not once gone back to an. I could be like that. Um, I just, I'm very, like, not that I get over guys easily. I used to, I, I, as I've gotten older, it's been a little bit harder, obviously, mm. different reasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I find that 
everything happens for a reason. If we're ending it, like we're ending it. I've said this before. You guys have heard me say this. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lesson. Yeah. When I've gotten either that reason, season, or lesson, or lifetime, you know, you're that's, done. You know, yeah. That's the last one. See, but. I'm really good at that as well. But I feel like. So I've hooked up with these people after, but I've known that we're not getting back together. Yeah. Some of them I will say, like, it I can wanted... It messy, though. It can, yeah. and, like, there have been... I can think of a couple scenarios where, like, I was sleep continuing to sleep with them when I knew my feelings were not, mm. like, over them kind of thing. But then there's other situations where we broke up and I knew that I did not want this person back whatsoever, and I just slept with them because it's familiar and like oh get that one last time in or now that we're not dating like we can just do it for fun and like yeah. have fun with it but I've usually just definitely completely not the best. cut ties honestly I like that idea yeah though. I I I'm trying to think back to mine like I've had three serious boyfriends and then dated for a few months here and there like short-term boyfriends like more situationships yeah and now that I look at it I was like I've never gone back I barely I've never even really talked to them after the fact either we've just like Damn, gone our separate she's ways cold. bye yeah I mean no, you're not a Scorpio so yeah she just she knows what she wants and when it's done it's done yeah and usually I like, a lot of the breakups were not great. So it's like, why would I put myself back into that situation or give my energy yeah. back to that person who might have cheated or hurt me or did whatever? I think that's a healthy response. Yeah, I think sure. so, too. So, Thank you. Let's let's keep trying to incorporate that into well, my we're, life. We're gonna, yeah, we're going <laughs> to we're, we're talk about this again. Yes, but yeah. definitely. Um, okay. Uh, next up, never have I ever snooped through someone's phone. Oh, this is a big oh, one. Oh, this is such a juicy one. Okay, so. well, my answer is really boring, so I'll go first. Do it. I've never. I'm. Wait. Okay. She is boring. Oh, hold so on. I slightly exciting. Went skiing with my boyfriend at the time's family, and my phone died. And he was skiing, and he handed me my his phone because I ah. I play like Pokemon and stuff. Like I was anyway. He wanted me to go. He gave it to me to go on his phone. Yeah. While I was on his phone, his ex texted him oh. or sorry Snapchat to like. So she unknowingly kind so of snooped. I like clicked on it obviously because it showed up while I had his phone well, yeah, in my hand. Well, yeah, that's going to be I mean, you can't not. And yeah, I obviously, I think I deleted it and blocked her and then didn't say anything. And I don't think to this day I even said anything. Oh I can't God. remember. Uh, but that was the only time and it was an accident. So yeah, I've never, it's like for me, ignorance is bliss sort of. And yeah. like I trust until you give me a reason not to. Mm, and I like obviously I have had that blow up in my face a few times. Um, but I just want them to know that I trust them. I don't, I wouldn't want my privacy invaded. So why yeah. would I do something if I wouldn't want that same thing done to me? Not that I would ever have anything to hide because I've never cheated like we already talked about. Uh, but yeah, that's my answer. No, I think that's a good one for sure. So I actually have. Yeah. Um, no judgment. I think it's only one person that I can think of. Because mm-hmm. I remember like everything that you kind of said like at the end there, like the privacy, the evasion of privacy. Like I I have had my phone snooped many a times. And I, I did also not had mine. Yeah. like how that felt, especially as someone, again, who was not cheating and was being wrongfully accused of. Totally. Yeah, just like things behind like this person's back. And yeah, it was, it was not lining up. It was not true. But whenever I was snooping this other person's phone or my partner's phone, I found all of the things that I was accusing them of for months and months and months right. that they so lied they to me about. It did. And I don't, that doesn't mean that it's right or that you should do it. I still don't believe in it. And this was like my relationship from like 2014. So I haven't done it in years. Um, wow. Nine years. That's a long time ago. But yeah, like 
it's it doesn't feel good to have it done to you, so don't go doing it to other people. But also I think in this situation specifically, I obviously was trying to get the truth from him and he was lying mm-hmm. to me like, about it. This was like it. your last resort. It really was. And yeah. then after I saw the visual proof of it, I was able to leave the person and yeah. Gave you that confidence and that validation yeah. to so, walk away. Like there's the reasoning behind it. Totally. Again, it doesn't make it okay, but I think... As long as you've learned and are more self-aware yeah. and like we're growing toward a place where like I know you know this about me and all my friends listening. I am a, and my family even, I'm a massive proponent of open and honest communication. Communication. I think mm. communication is the foundation of any healthy relationship. Yeah. So if you can't, if you're with a partner and you can't ask them or trust them, or if you're even having those intuition or gut feelings or red flags are showing up, like talk about it first. If you're still having it, then maybe that's enough to leave anyway yeah. without even having to do the snooping and, and detective work. And that's that should it. tell you enough. Exactly. Like if you can't have an open conversation and if you start to feel like you need to snoop this person's phone, dive into those feelings yeah. because that's What's either making, yeah. you either maybe struggle with trust issues or jealousy issues. Like, yeah, great Maybe point. the person's not in the wrong or maybe the person is in the wrong and your intuition is telling you that you're being lied to and you need to follow through with that. Yeah, so it just kind of opens the door up to like really explore that more. Totally. But yeah, I think we have one more. Yeah, we have one more. Never have I ever. All right. So never have I ever had a crush on my best friend's boyfriend. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That could this be bad. one is like this one's a little bit of a an interesting one for me I know when we were putting these together this one like kind of triggered me a bit Mm. because I have been accused of flirting with my friend's boyfriends Uh. so I have never in my life and I can say this very confidently Mm. had feelings for somebody that my friend was dating Mm -hmm. I loved all my friends boyfriends who were kind and gentle obviously I don't love the ones who were abusive and stuff but yeah I would automatically put a boundary up they would be like a brother figure or a, just a friend yeah. and I would be treating them like I would treat any of my friends and so yeah I've never I don't when a person is taken it's not like that forbidden fruit for me it's like that person's off limits and I don't even allow my mind to go there yeah. not to mention the luckiest part about all of this is I never had the same um preferences for guys as my Uh, friends in the past like I would never want to date people they were dating because they were just not my type I love that yeah like I love having difference different yeah yeah, I know me and one of my girlfriends like one of my best friends we would always joke about knowing that no matter what we would never want to date the same guy and that was always like a saving grace for us yeah um yeah so funny what about you um so yeah I really had to think on this one because I it's like bringing up some weird memories for me that aren't Mm. like tangible but also I don't think that I've actually like like I don't think I've fallen for any of my best friend's boyfriends but I definitely remember being around like one of those like acquaintance friends or like someone who's in your friend group but it's not like your best friend and thinking that like their boyfriend would be better off with me right. or that we would be a totally. better match yeah. than they and totally. them. Yeah. And I can't even remember who exactly that was, but yeah. I mean, it's innocent crushes make sense as long as you're not acting It's what you on choose them. to do with yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm sure this millions of people out there are like, of course I have, or you can't yeah. help who you have fall for or have feelings totally. for. Totally, yeah. Yeah, it can be. I can even think of like, like I can think of a friend right off the gecko who's had a crush on one of my ex-boyfriends. Right. Like, and I knew it while we were dating That's and I tough, knew yeah. it after we broke up. 
She's a good friend, though, because she hasn't done anything, as far as I know. Like, I guess something <laughs> could be like behind my back. Yeah, one of those situations where they did end up getting together. And you think you they played out. it off so yeah, well. Yeah. They really, like... I, and that... I mean, how many movies oh, have that, been made yeah, about that? That yeah. happens in countless situations, totally. for sure. Oh, my God. So, it looks like... I think I lost. <laughs> <laughs> I think we I both know. lost. We, we tied. Yeah. yeah, we we got a lot. How did you guys do? Yeah, let us I'm know. Curious. Let us send us messages. Are DM you guys us. more scandalous than yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. We we definitely we'll play this again for sure. I know we have twenty other never have I ever that we could talk about. Totally. But yeah, I think uh, we're gonna wrap it up here though. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a longer episode, totally. but we wanted to. We were talking about it being short and sweet and yeah. lighthearted, but come on, guys, we can talk. That's why you love us. That's yeah, why you listen. That's why you're here. You're here for an in. hour and a half of your life, of your day, of your time. Spend Just throw it with us on us. in the background. Do your dishes. Do the laundry. <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway. Do that stretching yeah. you told yourself you're oh, gonna yeah. do. Good point. Drink some water, guys. Yeah. yeah. Drink up. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks so much for being here. We hope you enjoyed uh, getting to know us a little bit more from the relationship side. Yeah. You know, as a twenty-something and thirty-something, we're both single. We have had lots of experiences with dating and relationships again this is just our experience but and hopefully everything with a grain of salt Um, but we hope if you are out there and you're dating and you're trying to find love we're sending you so much love and luck be safe be kind be yourself be you know who you are and authentic and be proud of that and show all your flaws and everything that makes you you yeah yeah so uh next week we have a fun little episode for you guys we're gonna keep this one a secret but we can't wait for this episode so we hope that you tune in again every thursday we drop episodes weekly stream it on your favorite platform wherever you get your podcasts we are so glad for you being here with us today thanks for being here guys i love to have you thanks so much all right bye bye we're pretty much good to go can you speak hello can you see me yeah okay we're good i see you you see me Yes, I see you. All right. Not annoying at all.